On this episode of Another Way to See It, the coaches take a few moments to reflect on the highs and lows of 2021, personally and professionally. It's a really important practice to take time to contemplate the past 12 months, the areas where you struggled, and the areas where you were really the champion, where you took control and made something happen for yourself, and to relish those moments and celebrate those highs, but also see the value in the lows. So we hope that 2022 starts you off really well. If you're unclear, we're happy to hold space for you and guide you. That's what we do, each from our own unique perspective. But we hope that this episode kind of gives you an idea that we are all in this together and that through persistence, you can do it. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Another Way to See It podcast. I'm Kim Moran, joined by Tara Jones and Randy Poindexter. We're life coaches who discuss issues that we deal with personally and professionally. And so today I thought, we're getting close to the end of the year, so some reflection might be a nice idea. Sort of mm-hmm. what's gone well this year, what's been a struggle, etc. Mm. I'll, I'll go. Oh, I'll, I was going to say, you go. dive in. <laughs> um, it's always that, that slight hesitation of who's going to speak first. It's like, who's going to raise their hand first in class? Um, but yeah, I think this is a good conversation to to reflect the wins and the losses from the year. You know, I know it's easy to focus on all the positive, but I think without some negative, it wouldn't make those positives worth it. So I'm excited for this. And I figure, I don't know, maybe start with, with a business win and a struggle as far as coaches, you know, and then we'll break it down to like the personal side of it. So question to y'all. Who wants to go first now? Oh, you didn't want to go first on that? Spun it into a question. <laughs> That's a good strategy. I'm going to have to remember that for the future. Yeah. Put that yeah. in the back pocket. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll go first for the business side. Um, the big win for me this year was um, seeing a real transformation in one of the clients that I had. Um it was a 12 week program. And then he signed up for another 12 weeks after like a month break. So I got to see a little over half a year of a, of, of a man's transformation in his life. And for me, that was, that was a big win. And then as far as, you know, the lows was the frustration with, with my website. Um, I thought about it too much. I stewed on it too much, which caused me to lower my frequency to shut down so I'm glad I finally sourced it out and had a website created that that people can check out and go to. That's awesome. That's a, actually a really big one. Mm-hmm. Website is a big accomplishment. I didn't do it. So um, to, to the person that did, I am very appreciative of them. And um, it was worth every penny. <laughs> Well, that's why sometimes it comes down to that in your business. And that's a win also to realize, oh, that's not my forte. And 
to hand it off to someone else, find the person that you trust to hand it off and then have them do a good job is a, is a big deal. I, I, I definitely speak from experience. Anything else? Well, I'll go. Um, a few, I, I have a, my business is kind of, I would say under the healing arts umbrella. So I do breath work. I do coaching and I do massage therapy. And I would say the biggest win this year was mostly in the healing arts. I would be under someone else's business in my business. So self self-employed, but through other businesses like subcontracted. And this was the first year that I am financially supporting myself fully as my own entrepreneur, my own business, completely Makia rising. So that, you know, I want to grow certain areas, but that is such a win for me to say that because it's, it's something I've always struggled with this, the business end and making that happen and being all the things that come up around when you're your own boss. So that's a super win for me. Um, and then a low, I would say just my own struggles again, of, of when you're, when you're running your own business and if business is low, or you're not getting the clientele that you're hoping for, or you, you put on an event and only a few people show up just working with your own confidence around that. I would say I've had a few lows this year where I really had to work through, work through stuff and, and, and really evaluate, like look at myself and say, what is it that you're, what are the, patterns that you're choosing to believe about yourself as a business owner. And so it's almost like a win, lose, win. I've just learned a lot from it, but it definitely, there are a few lows this year where I had to, I felt a little more in the struggle position. Very relatable, Tara, but also your win was huge. It's fantastic. So yeah, as our friend you. Tracy Hallmeyer likes to say, toot your own horn. Yeah. Because you really, you really do have to. Yeah, so, sure. I think I'm going to start the opposite way because I like to progress always. So I'm going to start go. with the no. lows. I'm going to start with the lows and I'll build. The lows are still kind of low for me, but they're turning around. And I have to say that it's social media. I don't get social media. I have had a couple of good posts, but it's really hard for me to get into the flow of posting. And so, you know, just accepting that about myself, I think that it's important. And so very much like Randy, I think going into the next year, I'm just going to be looking for someone to manage that because it's not for me. Just, just the day-to-day content, it's, it's just not something I, I enjoy. So that's, I tried, but you, at some point you have to say, that's not who, that's not what I want to spend my time and energy doing. I see the value. And so I see the value. So I'll pay someone to do it. That was probably a low this year. And in terms of business, 
I would say that I've tried so many different things that I never thought I could do. Groups, couples, men's work, which is kind of a funny thing for a woman to do, but now I see the value in that. So I would say that I have been stretched in my coaching business, in my massage business, onboarding a lot of new clients, just dealing with just different stuff that I've never done and just taking the leap and doing it. So that huge wins all around in, in my business. Yeah. Really? Big. Yeah. It's, I, I find it interesting as a business owner, a lot of times wins. It's such a mixed bag that it really is. And, and I don't know if it's just as a business owner, maybe just in life, it's like, it can get so foggy that your wins can be very overlooked because we're always striving for the next thing. Mm. So to actually like tooting your own horn or patting yourself on the back or someone recently was talking about, she got into um, this really nice ritual where every time she did something she was proud of, she made a little badge for herself and she's glued it into a journal. So she has a year of badges and she's like, sometimes it was just like saying I was going to wake up at seven in the morning. And I did, even though I didn't want to. So that was a badge. And, and so I think it's great, like, and especially in business to stand back and be like, wow, even though I want to accomplish so much more, this is what I have accomplished. And it's awesome. And it took a lot of work. And I also want to say, to the three of us, but also to anybody who's listening, that this year required us to pivot. And a lot of us came back to things or found ourselves where we should be. So we might have been working in another job or another area, and we found ourselves due to circumstances, like exactly where we needed to be to be in alignment with our highest selves. So it's very exciting and also terrifying. And I think that's a, an experience that many people have had in the past couple of years during this whole COVID thing. But what a great opportunity to, to get, to get quiet and to listen and then to sort of not have the things that we used to have to fall back on and be sort of pushed into our big P purpose. And maybe that's our little P purpose now too. <laughs> I like I that. It. That's that reminds me of um I just in the struggles this year, there's a three times I've really doubted the big P purpose and if it was worth in my business, if it was worth continuing. And I love to do meditation and then pull tarot cards. And <laughs> every time I would pull the same card, I would be like, just give me a sign. Am, what is my purpose? Like, what is my life? Like, why, why is this? And every time it would be this healing it's in the healing arts. It's, and it was the same card three times in a row. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Struggle is there, but that doesn't mean it's you're on the wrong path. For sure. And just, you know, for us talking about purpose and it looks different for everybody. I mean, even all three of us, it looks different. And Something that I like to tell everybody is, you know, I get asked, why did I become a life coach? And I said, I said, I went through some shit. 
and I know other, other people are going through shit. So if I can learn from my journey, my mishaps and all that, why can I not give it back? And for me, it was, I put so much on trying to be the purpose instead of allowing the purpose. And, you know, that's kind of, well, I'll take it as my low throughout the year is, is I got on this, this path that I thought was supposed to look like a certain way. And, you know, Kim nailed it. We've pivoted. I've probably pivoted 80, 90 times in the year. Thank God I grew up playing basketball to learn how to pivot, but it just, every obstacle, every hurdle kept coming up and it kept getting bigger. So I had to navigate through that, not, not just on my business side, but my personal life, which then affects my business side. So really like, I mean, I thought I'd be on the road traveling the country by now. And here I am back in my hometown, staying, staying with my mother and friends, you know, back in April, I was like, okay, by June, I'll be traveling here. It is almost the end of the year. And I never thought I'd be um, back where I'm at. So navigating that was extremely difficult. And the win that is is recent, but can kind of correlate with my whole year is I finally raised a white flag and realized that I needed help. I, I, I couldn't do it all myself. So my win um, this year was signing up to do um, biweekly breath sessions with Tracy. So um, that's been going well. And, and I've never been more clearer in my head than I have been since starting breath work with Tracy. So um, the low turns into the high and there will be some more lows and we'll just keep getting more highs. That's great, Randy. And when you said the lows turn into the highs, I saw a wave like you can't surf, you know, it, just like that. Like you've got to be drawn out and then the wave pushes you back in. So life is really like that. It, it's the sucking out to push you forward. And everybody wants that straight line and it doesn't look like that. It's all over the place and around about. You're like, I was here before. Why am I back here? But the beautiful thing about what you said is just surrender. And I feel since I've known you now for a little bit that you do have more clarity around what your purpose is and, and how you're going to show up. So it doesn't really matter where you are in the world. You are home to yeah. yourself. Yeah. I love sure. it. You want to go, Tara, and tell us about your personal highs and lows for the year? Well, for me right now, honestly, it's it's like day to day. <laughs> and I can only laugh because sometimes I don't know what else to do <laughs> but to laugh. And and I'm I'm in the learning seat. I just it's life is just really uh raw right now and i'm i'm learning so much and i guess that's the high it doesn't always feel good uh but i think that being in the 
position I am as a coach and a breathwork guide is like, I, I need to actually know that experience. And so it's the only way I, I like, I relate to what you're saying, Randy is like, I, to go through these, these hard times of transition, it, it brings me that I am the purpose it flows through me that I can like give that, give that back to people. Um, and that really sometimes is the only thing I can hold on to. I mean, not to say my life is my life in a lot of ways is so glorious. It's just like, sometimes it just deals you some heavier stuff and you got to look at right now. I just feel like I'm really looking at patterns. I'm in midlife and I want, to change some things. So struggling with certain relationships, falling apart and not even falling apart on their own. Like I'm actually choosing to reorient myself and it's, it's causing some ripples and to just hold steady in it, hold steady in myself and just really evaluating. Um, so it's all bundled. Like I said before, even in my business, it's like, sometimes it can look so meshed together that there's highs and lows constantly. And that's why I love the idea. I'm going to start doing it, the badges. Cause like, yeah, like sometimes it's just like, I know that going to yoga class is going to help me and make me feel good and get me back in my body and literally just having, giving myself a five-star badge to be like, you made it to yoga class today. And that was, that was a good accomplishment. And, um, but again, it's like having that perspective that I can relate to someone when they come to me like that, I can relate to that, that place of feeling lost and, and help them guide them because I've been there. So all it's all a beautiful process but the lows can be very low and the highs can be very high I mean and and working with people everyone is feeling this this year that the lows have gotten really low for people because I think there's just a lot of evaluation going on in life of like figuring out our next steps well, we've all been through some big stuff this year and Randy sold his house and changed his life. <laughs> Tara, you did something so scary this year that you've been wanting to do forever and you did it. And that must've been a real high for you. Yeah. I'm glad you're actually, cause that, that actually, I would say the biggest high of my year was that road trip. That was, yeah, yeah really really amazing on so many levels. Yeah. And I learned so much about myself on it. Yeah. So I'm just reflecting at how proud I am of, of us all this year. It hasn't been an easy year for anyone. So yeah. And when you were talking about having to go through stuff to both of you said this, and that's really interesting that you said this because in my meditation today, it was reconfirmed for me that the healer has to go through healing in order to understand the process. So it's no wonder if you're doing this work that you've been called tested. 
because how, how can you help other people if you have no idea what it's like? Right. So, yeah, even the synchronicity of this, of what you just said is, is, um, my coach actually just said to me that, that she heard a quote, how we see is how we serve. So they both kind of hit real hard when you stop to think about it. You know, it's that is the glass half full or half empty? How do you want to see it? How do you want to show up? How do you want to be in the world? You know, and it all starts with our light, our shine that we need to hone in and get an alignment with. And I really think, you know, COVID 2020 moving into 2021 was was a universe's midlife crisis you know like let's shake things up this isn't working let's 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 pivot yeah yeah calling people forward all right so again i'm going to start low and go high i think it was just a hard year personally uh a lot of relationships like tara said that i've had were being called into question, like whether or did I want to stay in those relationships? And those included my relationship with myself. So that was really hard. There was a lot of internal work. You hear people talking about the dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you know I've had in the past. And I think there were periods of this year where I definitely say that I was going through that again and just really saying, Am I the person, because I'm stuck with myself, right? Like I can't get away from myself. So am I the person that I want to be stuck with? And what is it in me that doesn't feel good? And what what needs to be, I, I say it like this. If there's something in me that I don't like, I can't push it away. I have to bring it close and I have to love that part of myself up, right? Because it's it's the child or it's a wounded part of myself that needs to be healed. So I had to really do that. And there were a lot of periods of silence, deep, deep silence. And in those times of silence, I found so much guidance, so much help. I connected with, I say, get quiet so that you can hear what's being spoken to you. And you guys know how I am. So when I say that it's my guides, it could be aspects of my higher self, right? Speaking to me, I just call them guides, but maybe it's my higher self. Anyway, I would say that the highs personally for me this year were absolute clarity, absolute alignment about who I am, what I'm here to do, and how I'm here to do it. And what came through to me was it doesn't matter what your job is. You can be in your purpose, your big P purpose, doing whatever job you're doing. So Mm -hmm. if you're a garbage collector and your big P purpose is to love people, it doesn't matter if you're picking up the trash cans because every person you come in contact with is a chance for you to live your purpose. Mm -hmm. And so it was really a beautiful year for me because not only did I connect, did I heal those parts of myself that had been sort of, and I don't even like the word heal because I wasn't broken, Mm. but I reclaimed parts of myself or I rediscovered parts of myself and integrated them back so that I feel whole. 
And I feel clear and like aligned. We talk a lot about alignment and I feel so aligned right now. Mm. Part of it was also surrendering. I just absolute surrender in the trust that there is a reason for my being here. I am needed in this world. I have something valuable to offer. And whatever it is, whomever I'm supposed to touch, I will touch them. We will, you know, and I don't have to work so hard at trying to do it because it's already done. Mm. So it was a beautiful year in that, in that respect. And of course, you know, there are those peaks and valleys, but I think I ended up on a win on a high note, Mm. knowing that I won't stay there because that's not how life works. But just soaking that in for a moment, you know, really soaking it in and saying, yeah, that's growth. And we are always called into that growth and always challenged. And so here we are at the holidays. My parents came and it's like, let's see, did you really grow? Are you you really, you know, whole and in alignment? That's awesome. I mean, I think it's this, it's so, so important to when we get a win to really acknowledge it and soak it up, like you said, soak it in. So it really lives in your body as a truth. You know, we don't just blow over it to the next, next mountain we're going to climb. Well, and I think because we talked about New Year's resolutions that I think is going to come out next week, but in that, when you do sit in that win, you you just build your capacity to trust yourself more, mm. to know I did that, I did that. So if I did that, what else can I do? Yeah, I really, I really love it. That that for me this year, I don't feel as heavy at the end of the year. Like I don't feel like I'm carrying so much extra weight. 2020 sucked. It rolled over into 2021. And I had to navigate the cause and effect of 2020. So working through that allowed me to work through it quicker and eliminate it as far as carrying it longer than I have to. You know, I, I've never been lighter in a sense in my whole life than I have this year. And I, in a sense, materialistically, I have nothing to show for it. Right, And I removed all the labels, not all of them. I removed a lot of labels that not only I have to carry, but men have to carry and still showed up as who I am without those labels. I mean, that's another huge win that I'm just, you know, hearing, hearing you talk him and just, I'm like, yeah, like we're doing shit around here. All three of us, everybody's doing shit this year. And, and I'm hoping for everybody, there was a lot more highs than lows, you know, to, to really, you know, look at our clients that we've had and the groups that you've done, Kim, and, and to see the shifts, you know, I, I, I think it's a beautiful thing and I know it's a beautiful thing and I'm really excited to see what the next year is going to do for people. It's interesting that you say you hope there's a lot more highs than lows, because I'll tell you one thing. The growth doesn't happen when you're on the peak. It happens in the valley. Oh, oh yeah. 
And so it's, it's really interesting that when you think about it and, and when we're in it, boy, it really stinks. (laughs) But, but if you can just in those moments of utter despair, allow this to get in there, which is in this moment, I'm being transformed in this moment. I'm being transformed. Yeah. Forged, forged in the fire. Exactly. Exactly. I definitely think that this coming year is a year for people to, like you said, Randy, unburden, to speak their truth, to stand in their truth. This is only possible when we're radically honest with ourselves, when we take the time to know ourselves. Like I'm recapping everything we've discussed this year. Know ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? Get quiet enough to know ourselves. Be radically honest about our stuff, as Randy says, owning our shit. Yes. What part of this is ours? <laughs> yeah. Getting clear about our boundaries and what our wants and needs are, our boundaries, getting really clear about our purpose in life and communicating clearly our needs and, and sort of surrendering and letting go of what we don't need anymore. I mean, these are all leaning into empathy and compassion. These are all things that we've discussed over this year. And one of the things I want to celebrate this year is we began this podcast in February. Yeah, that was one thing I thought of. This is a huge win for us. Three people have never done a podcast. And all of a sudden, we've joined together and had some amazing conversations, which have changed the way I've thought about a lot of stuff. So I don't know about our listeners, but for me, it's a huge win to start a project with three people that were, we weren't strangers, but we weren't, we didn't really know each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, and alone in a sense was we started, I was four, you know, there was four of us that started yep. the podcast and it, it's not the low is, is not that that person left because she can bring a lot of light and and all that the the low is that the dynamic shifted you know we started out as four and that's what we we envisioned you know that that's what organically happened on that one zoom call so you know that's a low but the win here we are we're still here end of the year still knocking out showing up and, and and doing what we can for who we can right yeah, a lot. Of it does. It's great to look at lows and highs in that way, because, like we're saying, when a low is low, it feels really low. But to see that a lot of times it's a purpose for, like your your example, Randy, is like that could have, as we're working that out, that could have been a low that we lost a person in in our creative process. Mm-hmm or she, you know, she wanted to do her own thing. And, but it became something more of what it was supposed to be. And, um, and that's a high. So life is just really interesting. <laughs> it's like, you really have to, the process of surrendering to it over and over and over again. I mean, a lot of times when I find that I'm heading into a low is because I'm gripping on so hard or I'm wanting to control a thought that I had that it should be a certain way. And it's in that process of like just surrendering to the fact that it's happening and a loosening or 
back to curiosity. Why is this happening? You know, what were the choices that got me here? Oh my God, I'm like totally gripping on to this idea. And then all of a sudden, like an energy gets forged through it that that creates a new thing in my life that I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I would have seen that if I hadn't let go of the control, if I hadn't surrendered to the process of what life is trying to bring into my into my life or what my soul is calling for. And I'm, I'm resisting because I think it doesn't fit in that box, you know, <laughs> especially as a Capricorn, I'm like, everything has to line up. And then um, that, you know, surrender, surrender. It's like right now I, I do a lot of meditating and asking for guidance, like just, I surrender myself, guide me forward. And, and I'm always when it, when it switches to the high and you're riding the top of the wave, I'm always surprised how I got there. And it's like, just beautiful. Yeah. Cause you stayed in the water and got pummeled a few times yeah. <laughs> until you got the right wave. I mean, that's until the only you got way. The right wave. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm so glad to be with you guys on this journey through all of the highs and lows. And I want to thank you for being there for me personally, because there are days when we get on together and we want to do a show and it's hard because real life doesn't stop just because of this podcast. So I just want to thank you. And I want to thank everyone who's listened to this show because it was an idea And we just started talking and we were like, it's going to resonate with somebody. So if you're someone who listens regularly to this podcast and shares it with other people, we are so glad that you're here and yeah, Yeah, reach out to us because we do this and it's beneficial for ourselves, but we also hope to touch at least one person. Yeah. Or 10. (laughs) Or a (laughs) hundred. Or a (laughs) hundred. You're good at one. I'm, I mean, I consider it successful at one person. Yeah, absolutely. Hands yeah. down. Definitely. I mean, that's what I always say with my work. If if I can touch someone again, it's like if I could go through stuff and share my experience and the wisdom that's come from it and just and help one person, then I I feel like I'm I'm doing something. And back to social media, that's you know, I struggle with like followings and all this other stuff behind it. But it's like, what I always come back to. And when I'm posting is like, if I can just touch one person through being raw and vulnerable for someone, and someone says, Hey, I totally relate to that. Then I I don't care if I have 100 followers or, you know, 500 followers. It's it just is more about connecting human, human to human experience. Just being authentic. Yeah. All right, guys, this is a curveball. So we're going to see how it goes. When we started, Randy's tagline was make my mess my message. Does mm-hmm. that tagline still hold? And if it doesn't, what is the new one? Um, Ooh, I, I think 
I had to, I had to do some backstepping or it was, it was still progress, but it felt like backstepping is, is to own my own shit. You know, more, more came up the, the deeper I went and, and that's what I had to come to realization is there's still a lot more that I, I don't know that I don't know. There's much more that I don't know that I want to know. There we go. And, and part of that is, is I got to let go. I, I got to, I got to let things play out and surrendering, so, surrendering and, and, you know, to surrender, you got to get curious, you know, because you're curious why you're surrendering and you're curious about what may unfold. So, you know, they go hand in hand. So what's your, what's your tagline now? Owning my shit. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> just own your shit. Own your shit. Everybody just own your shit work through it, do the work, power through the work, and then you'll feel a lot better and a lot lighter. Awesome. What about you, Tara? Well, I was going to say on, on owning the shit, sometimes you don't know how, how to do that. And what I've been in the process of, there's one really great technique that I've been learning in this uh, coaching course I've been taking is they call it teach the class. So if there's a thing that you constantly feel victimized by or or something that is always happening to you, you take that scenario and like my example of my patterns of getting involved with unavailable men is so I would teach a class on how to perfectly get involved with unavailable men and you just let yourself talk out loud first step I would and it's been so one funny but it's been so enlightening because it, it lives inside your consciousness of like we know what we do with our ship but it's like it's almost like we trick ourselves like you know there's this this constant uh conversation that happens so yeah owning your shit and then learning learning how to actually like see the shit to own it is been an interesting process. Uh, and then being radically honest with yourself. Like I do that. I make that decision over and over again. And to finally like get to that point where you start being like, okay, that wasn't totally completely about them. I had the other half of the responsibility in this. And, um, yeah, so own your shit, but you know, get someone to help you figure out how to do it is really important. Or good, good people to reflect back to you that you really trust. Uh, it's that's it's an important process. Kim, you can't dodge the you can't dodge the curveball. I believe it started out with I have no idea what I want to focus on. As far what? as your niche. Oh. To where are you at now? Oh, okay. Um, well, I am all about spiritual awakening and alignment with your soul. Like, absolutely. And that entails a lot of shadow work and, you know, doing, owning your shit. But like, you don't have to do it alone. Because there is no way you can be in alignment with your soul if you're in denial about the part you play. 
and denial about certain aspects of yourself that need attention. So that's radical honesty, super curiosity, lots of grace and compassion for yourself. Um, And it's really scary, but it's so important because once you do all of that, there is no one that can come along and tell you something about yourself that is going to make you feel small, is going to diminish your light. It just can't happen because you have radically accepted every part of yourself. So it's really powerful and it's super clear for me. And one of my favorite things to tell people, and it's one of the hardest things for people to do, they resist it. Like, like you're telling them, I'm going to give you a root canal, but you're not. You're saying, get quiet, get quiet. But it's really hard for people because once you get quiet, all of those voices start to talk and it's frightening. And it's also deafening, but you have to let them talk until they have talked themselves out. And then there's nothing but the soul speaking to you. But it's a super powerful thing that I can tell you nobody wants to do it. So I must have picked like the hardest niche because no one wants to go down that road. They want one, two, three. This is how you're going to radically transform your life. I'm going to tell you one, two, three. You're not going to want to do one. You just won't want to do it. But I will say that for those brave souls who, who have signed on to work with me, they resist it. They resist it. They resist it. They resist it. And once they surrender to the process, they're like, oh my gosh, I never knew what could come from this. I resisted it. And I'm so glad that I stuck with it Mm. because it's really, it's just really powerful. So I would say, get quiet. Yeah. Get quiet. That's my tagline. The soul is usually the quietest voice in the the room. I, I always say, it's like, you really have to get you have to find practices in yourself that you can get still enough to hear it and also want to hear it. It's very important because there's parts of ourself that doesn't want to hear it. Absolutely. But there is nothing but liberation beyond the fear. Yeah. So it's, that's my, that's my jam. That's my <laughs> lane. <laughs> so I'm staying in it. Well, you guys, I love you both so much. I've watched you grow over this past year, and I'm so honored to have been part of the process of witnessing all of it, the highs and the lows. And yeah, I'm really humbled and honored to be with you. Thank you. I feel the same way. I've learned so much this year through you guys. I'm I'm proud of both of y'all. I've seen both tremendous growth, and it's only been a year. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful to have seen it and I'm also thankful to, to be a part of it and to see where it goes for all of us. So I'm very appreciative for you guys. Mm, Awesome. Just a big love fest. Well, to all of our (laughs) listeners, we appreciate you too. And we look forward to doing this for another year with you. So we wish you a very happy start to 2022. And uh, we look forward to coming back with a new season. Lots of guests. We even have guests already lined up. And uh, 
can't can't wait to see where we go with this. We'll see you next time on the another way to see a podcast. Bye. If this episode resonated with you or made you think about someone you know, please pay it forward and like, subscribe, and share it. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm.